Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. And a quick content warning before we start this one. We are going to be talking about sexual assaults and victim blaming. So if take care of yourself, just do what you need to do to take care of yourself. And this one fits along pretty nicely alongside the one we just did about kind of a survey of what dating is like. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> it fits along pretty nicely with it because uh, we were talking about some of the concerns uh, women still have around dating, especially in a heteronormative sense and some of the reasons why women are hesitant. And I would say this is a big one, which is this whole victim blaming this idea you will be blamed if something goes wrong or you will not be believed and we have talked about uh victim blaming before and how toxic and insidious it is i wanted to do a quick revisit and this is a really quick revisit because i think we could come back to this on a very specific thing i had never heard of that i sort of stumbled on (laughs) in terms of victim blaming i found it because of the writer's strike I've sort of returned to my creepy YouTube videos. But the creepy YouTube videos I normally watch, they are creepy, but they're much more like, I don't know, like paranormal or sometimes like I went to that huge mountaineering phase, which I kind of revisited. So like natural disaster, maybe. They're not, I don't usually do true crime is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like those are still, there are still elements of your like maybe getting entertainment off of a tragedy that happened to someone that's that can be very similar but I don't normally do like true crime um but I wanted to find this very specific diving video because it has this infamous sign with a grim reaper on it and some of you I bet know exactly what I'm talking about but I was trying to find it because I knew it had been published 
under this one YouTube channel I follow, but a lot of times they do like, I don't know, like five instances of something. So it wasn't in the title. Like I couldn't find it that way. So I was like reading the comments and uh, which is ill-advised in any YouTube video situation. (laughs) But through this, I found something I had never heard of which is the rough sex murder defense, which is also called the Fifty Shades of Grey defense. And all of the comments around it were so upsetting (laughs) that I was like, okay, I'm going to have to, unfortunately, I'm going to have to look into this, see what it is. We need to talk about it. And I'm going to talk about some of the broad strokes of the comments at the the end. But if if you're like me and you've never heard of this, um, the rough sex murder defense is a defense used, a legal defense, uh, used by some who have murdered their sexual partner, claiming it was an accident of rough sex. It's almost always, always a man using this defense in the case of a woman who is dead. Um, It was first used in 1972 after an abusive husband killed his wife during what he called rough consensual sex, uh, and he got the charge reduced from homicide to manslaughter using this. The defense grew in popularity in the 1980s in the U.S. From American jurist George Busack, quote, the rough sex defense to the charge of murder asserts that the victim literally asked for the conduct that led to the homicide and that the homicide was the result of sexual practices to which the victim consented and may have even demanded. Uh, Using this defense often results in a lesser offense. Uh, A survey in the U.K. from 1972 to 2020 found that of 60 cases that used this defense, 45% resulted in a lesser sentence um, or punishment. Uh, And there are several specific examples you can look up. not going to go into them now. Uh, A few places have tried to make this illegal or at least difficult because it's caught national attention several times where, yeah, people involved are like, you're literally saying they asked to be killed, um, which is the ultimate form of victim blaming. (laughs) And so I did want to go over, as I mentioned, the comments, some of the comments that I saw when I was just trying to find this diving video. (laughs) Um, And a lot of it was what I presume they believe was well-intentioned advice. And it made me very, very angry. Because it was all, all of it was implying subtly, sometimes, sometimes not subtly at all, that it was the woman's fault uh, or responsibility to keep themselves safe um, and or that they, usually men in this case, that you have to control your woman. Like this is, whether it's a father or like a boyfriend or something like that. So in that case, I saw some that, were, that said something like, I don't let my daughter out. She thinks she's invincible, but she doesn't know the world yet. She hates me, but it's worth it. Another big one, ladies, don't drink in public. If you drink in public, that's on you. Even non-alcoholic drinks. If a woman goes to a party and her friends don't look out for her, that's on her friends. A lot of people blaming the friends. (laughs) And then ladies, I hate to say it, but if you don't take precautions, you are putting yourself in danger. Don't be stupid. So, all of this kind of putting the blame on women... And a lot of it in this case was around like, well, she's into that and she was asking. That's what happens sometimes. Even though a lot of times, again, I never even watched these videos. <laughs> I didn't watch, but I read when I was researching this, a lot of times there was like 
a lot of and what I would consider proof that the dude just choked her, <laughs> like just right. strangled her. <laughs> and instead it's being turned into, well, she's probably into that though. Right. Yeah. And the upsetting part is that we do live in a world, we've talked about this before, we live in a world where many of us do, we have precautions in place. Um, we've talked about before at work conferences where women will have like, don't let her drink and be alone with these men or whatever and looking out for each other. We do send pictures of guys we're meeting uh, for first dates. We do watch our drinks, alcoholic or not. We do all of these things that when you think about are quite frankly terrifying that we have to do them, but we do them to keep ourselves safe. But the tone of these comments is much more like, it is your fault, you knew the risk, as opposed to blaming the actual perpetrator or advocating telling men and boys like, hey, don't rape women, don't kill women, <laughs> don't rape anyone, don't kill anyone. Right. Well, and it's coming to the point that it's so hard that half the time the man will blame their own ignorance saying that they didn't know it was rape. Yep. Like we talked about consent in itself and they don't understand consent because we don't talk about it mm -hmm. enough. But we tell women mm -hmm. what not to have, do, even though they're the ones saying, I don't want to do this, obviously, but they're, that take, choice is taken away altogether mm -hmm. and so you have to be extra precautious because just saying a word or saying a no or just walking away is not proof enough to say i didn't want this what the f are you saying to me mm -hmm. as well as the fact that a majority of those cases most likely again it involves rape yep in general so they have been violated on several times and even when the women are alive after the fact or the victims are alive after the fact of being raped or uh sexually molested they're not believed and they're alive to defend themselves. So painting a picture of someone who can't, has no way of voicing their side, the likelihood of them being believed is still low yep. when they do survive incidents like that. And yeah, that's kind of the whole conversation in, in talking about um, literature like Fifty Shades of Grey and and not that like not to belittle uh, when it comes to BDSM, but when you look at it the way that it has been publicized um, versus what it is like in the actual kink community, mm -hmm. which they are the most conscientious group of people that you will ever meet. And when you bastardize that into, again, Fifty Shades of Grey, that's when the toxicity really drips in and allows for people to think this is the norm when it's absolutely untrue. Yeah, yeah. And that's like... There's so much negotiating that goes on in in something like that. And it, like, if it's healthy and consensual, then that's great. That's fantastic. But I think a lot of times that isn't happening. And even, I mean, plenty of these, like you said, I'm pretty convinced they weren't into rough sex. It shouldn't matter if they were or not. But it's just like a lie. It's just like they're saying that. Right. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Snagajob. 
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. I have talked about this too. I've run into this before where I just had a bunch of bruises and they weren't related to anything sexual. But a guy said to me like, oh, that's hot. You're into rough sex. I feel like this idea of oh, she asked for it because she likes rough sex. Oh, she's disposable then. Like, that shouldn't be the case. You should be able to enter a sexual... (laughs) You should be able to enter, like, any relationship and not think, oh, he might kill me. (laughs) Right. And if I if remember from our BDSM episodes with the members of the BDSM Kent community, they're so good at what they do, they didn't leave marks. Like, they knew how to do this professionally. Yes. So if they're leaving marks, that should be when you're questioning right. something. Something's not right or something's not done correctly or something's not done in the safety mm-hmm. of the kink world. And that's, again, the conversation. Like, there's a difference between kink and literal uh, violence and abuse. Yes. Which is being covered. Like, that man needs to be violent and abusive mm-hmm. For him to get off, uh, that is different. Yes. Absolutely, wildly different from being in the kink world. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, the conversation. And of course, again, these are excuses. We know that majority of these cases had nothing to do with consensual sex to begin with, had nothing to do with love, had nothing to do with relationships. It had everything to do with he wanted to take her life and control her. And he was an abusive person mm-hmm. uh, who probably has always been an abusive, controlling person. The, but the narrative, the, the fictional narrative, which we see in, like, common things. I told you, like, I, I'm thinking of a True Blood episode, like, one of the first ones in which one of the main characters pretends to die during their, quote-unquote, rough sex scene. And he gets caught, and then she actually does die. Oh, <laughs> if you see True Blood, you'll know. But, like, that type of thing where you think you could accidentally kill somebody because you're over the top. I think you're more aware than you think. This is not, that's not, a, like, that's not a... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, like, mm-hmm. very good at being aware of my, like, sexual experiences. I don't know. Yeah. That I'm like, yeah, there's never been a moment where I'm like, I'm in danger or I'm endangering somehow or I might hurt somebody doing this. Yeah, and I think that's one of the the key things is, one, like, 
as we did in, in those kink episodes, it's not always sexual at all. And it's very like you're right. checking in, you're checking in, you're checking in because something can go wrong. Somebody can get hurt. But this, like I said, most often it involves strangling. Um, and somebody pointed out like you to kill someone via strangling is not easy. And it takes like five plus minutes. Like you're not accidentally outside of maybe some freak cases. You're not accidentally strangling anybody. Right. And and the partner, unless they're unconscious, they will fight. Like inevitably, it's an instinct. Like your body fights, whether you're doing it or not, whether you're reacting or not, they often fight and struggle. Right. That's like we're going into like minute details on this and like, talking about specifics as if like we're on a case ourselves (laughs) but the level of victim blaming to go to this point the level of stupidity that it takes for people to write this as as if they're doing something they're being a hero which is the other part of that they really think they're doing something i'm gonna protect you by telling you you're a you're a a slut if you do this or you're asking for you to do this like you are really the reason we say all men. <laughs> like, your good intentions here is exactly why we're like, yeah, even the good ones who are like, I'm protecting you. Right. F- you, no, you're not. Right, exactly. And that's going back to what we just talked about in the dating one when a lot of men are so frustrated, feel like they can't, like, find someone. Here you go. <laughs> like, this is what we have in the back of our head could happen, and people would believe it. Like, this was a literal defense that is used and people believe it they get lesser sentences like even if the intention was from that the man to kill that woman it's still that woman's fault for being exactly exactly being around him and this is like like i said this is the this is how insidious victim blaming is and i was thinking about this because we did do our audiobook and i did have a really emotional thing in there about when i was sexually assaulted in college and i was thinking about it because the whole chapter is about rape kits. And I realized, I didn't write about it, but I realized I never, ever, not once, thought I should maybe get a rape kit. I I never thought I should report it because I just assumed, like, no one's going to believe it. I was drinking. I had one drink. I was drinking. I went out. I was in a miniskirt. I knew the risk. And the sad thing is, I mean, there's a lot of sad things. I was there to watch another friend to make sure nothing happened to her. I hadn't even no. wanted to go. Um, yeah. But that's the that's how insidious this is. It never occurred to me. Not once. Not once. So ugh. I got a lot a lot of work to do uh, about this to dismantle this. Uh, and I'm sure we'll come back because I kind of just I ran into this and was like, I'm sure there's a lot of research I could do. I do want to come back and revisit sort of the, like, marital rape situation. Because we had a section about that in the book, too. And I was like, I want to... I'm curious if this has changed since we wrote it. Because it's been, like, a while since we wrote it. (laughs) Well, I wonder how it's backtracked. Because we now know that many of the Republicans who are like, stop grooming my children, are cool with putting that back child marriage. Yep. Uh, And they're putting it into law today, even though it had been removed once before. So you're like... That's... Yep. What? So with things like that, which takes away consent, essentially, like, from young girls, specifically, yeah. like, it's, it's geared, we know who it's geared for. Does that also mean that they're going to take that kind of, because we know several states still have it banned. I know. 
rape and marriage, saying that that's legal. Yep. Yeah. So I feel like we need to come back and do a a bigger survey, a bigger survey on that when when we're not trying to take time off and go on vacation. Uh, but <laughs> once every three yes. years. Yeah. I did find the diving video, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you found that. At the I end. learned all of this in the process. <laughs> <laughs> that was the price that to pay the, to find that video. The price I paid, but now I know. Now oh. I know about the mystery of polar polar vortex in Florida. Um, there yes. You go. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks as always for listening, listeners. I know this wasn't an easy one. You can email us at stephanieandmomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Mom's Tough Podcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I Never Told You. We're also on YouTube. <laughs> uh, we, we also oh, have a tea public store. We have a book, yes, uh, that you can pre-order at stuffyoushouldreadbooks.com and on Audible. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions.